Thank you all so much for clicking on today's Dallas Cowboys report video. It's a new year and a new URL for the channel as well. So if you're watching on Facebook or seeing this on Twitter, it's YouTube.com slash Cowboys TV. If you're on YouTube to subscribe, you know, hit that big red button. Still pretty straightforward there. But new URL, YouTube.com slash Cowboys TV. Come along, subscribe, and join us for what hopefully will be a fun offseason for the Dallas Cowboys. All right, let's dive in then with some Jalen Smith talk because as I'm sure many of you saw, he took some issue with criticism of his play, which we'll dive into in depth here. But to just go over generally, the reality is he hasn't been the same guy since he last dominated, I think, had a great year in 2018. His future's in doubt this offseason. And Smith took some issue with his level of play. And the raw numbers, hey, they look pretty good. You know, 154 tackles and his missed tackle rate was lower. And you're going, Tom, how could a guy with 154 tackles be bad? And it always comes down to film, right? And Jalen Smith's answer when asked about it was, watch the film. That's what Jalen had to say. And Jalen, I, I did. And it's, it's not great. And I feel bad because I love, the, I love the, the person. And I was hyped about the deal because, oh, this is the next great Cowboys linebacker. Not the same guy. Like, he's not filling run fits properly. He's a liability in coverage. There's way too often he celebrates after a play that didn't go the way he thought it did. There's a lot of problems there. And look, at some level, I do think that Jalen Smith is kind of getting scapegoated a little bit. We'll, we'll talk about Mike Nolan here in a little bit as well. But the reality is... He not living up to his contract. And that's an issue if you're the Cowboys. And ownership keeps saying how much they love Jalen Smith. And if, if the feedback in the film room is Jalen, you're playing great, no criticism, I got a lot of concerns because it's pretty obvious on the film that he's making mistakes out there, which everyone does. But there's a lot more issues for Jalen than, oh, he's got great tackle numbers, right? And in terms of the future, you can save money by moving on from Jalen Smith. If you designate him a post-June 1st cut, you can waive him before his, his uh, roster bonus kicks in, his salary guarantees. You can save $7.2 million in cap space this year. Some of that goes in the future money, but it's fine. You get it now. It all bounces out in the end, right? So you got a decision to make around Jalen Smith. So what do you want to do? I will make this the pinned comment on today's video. Would you keep him or would you cut him? Type K for keep or type in C for cut. If you get the ad break here on YouTube, scroll on down, get your votes in. Now, it's not just the players who get blame. It's the coaches, too. Let's talk about Mike Nolan then, right? There were earlier reports this season that he was not expected to return. Jerry Jones was asked about this in his radio interview earlier this morning. He did not offer anything resembling a vote of confidence. But this decision in the end is no longer as cut and dry as it was, you know, a month ago. Look, I want to emphasize this point. Players and coaches get blamed. Frankly, there aren't very many players or coaches who you can absolve unequivocally of any responsibility for a down defensive season this year for the Cowboys. And they did get better. This defense closed the year on a fairly strong note. But that was against lesser teams. And you got to look at the totality of this defensive performance, right? 
bottom five in points per game. Total yards, they were 23rd. The passing offense was or passing offense was 11th, but also that's because you couldn't stop the run. The one really impressive thing, the takeaways. They got a lot in the last four games of the season. That's why they almost won four straight to end it. They ended up finishing seventh. But I know a lot of you guys want Mike Nolan fired. Do you want him? FN, if you want to fire Nolan right now, in the end, I think you have to. You, you got to try something different on defense, player-wise and coaching-wise. 23rd in the defense in, in DVOA. I say type FN in the comments. Simply put, it's tough to justify keeping Mike Nolan. Now, is Mike Nolan the only problem? Absolutely not. Does just replacing Mike Nolan fix all of these issues on defense? Also, absolutely not. Is Mike Nolan the solution? I don't think that he is. And because of that, in a year where next year your offense should be once again top five in the NFL, you got to have at least consistently average defenses, not a couple good defensive performances and doo-doo the rest of the way. Like, that's not something you can have. So because of that, I think you got to replace Mike Nolan. Maybe it's promoting George Edwards. I liked him more than Nolan. You can go back and look at some of our defensive coordinator candidates. I think that makes some sense. But I don't think Nolan can be your DC next season. Now, today's show is made possible by our sportsbook partner, BetUS. Head over to chatsports.com slash bet. Use the promo code you see on screen, Cowboys125, and that'll get you 125% deposit bonus. Extra money in case you miss some bets. Here's a bet I'm going to hook you guys up with. How about some playoff parlays, all right? Seahawks against the Rams, three point five, or three and a half point favorites. Give me Seattle there with the spread. The Rams are going to have John Wolford starting. I like Seattle there. Washington against the Bucks. I think the, the, the football team can cover. Nine and a half point spread. I like that one. Might be able to wait. It might go up a little bit there. The Saints money line, meaning just win outright against Chicago. Minus 480 the odds there. You put down 10 bucks. You get those three games right. You'll win 3350 I think 33 bucks and 50 cents, almost a three, uh, an over three extra turn for a three-game parley. That's pretty good right there. So if you want to follow that bet or just go against me, head over to chatsports.com slash bet and use that promo code COWBOYS125. Now this rumor is interesting, and we haven't really discussed it too much, but Bobby Belt, smart man, made note of it, and I wanted to bring it up on the show. He predicted Tyron Smith would be cut. Now, Smith missed most of this year with a neck injury. Now, he's missed three games in each of the previous four seasons. Entering this year, the Cowboys' decision to restructure Tyron Smith's contract I thought was an obvious sign they thought he was going to be fine. Clearly, he was not. Now, remember that restructure when we get to here in a little bit. The Cowboys, if you have a healthy Tyron Smith, and a healthy and in shape, Lael Collins, you don't really need an offensive lineman all that badly. Now, if you can survive for three games with some combo of Brandon Knight and Terrence Steele, but if you don't think Tyron's health is going to be a, a, a reliable factor that next year, as Bobby said, maybe both sides are frustrated by the injuries and they just want to move on in general. And there is some significant savings here. Again, if you make Tyron Smith a post-June 1st cut, 
you save 10.5 million. Now you're not maximizing your immediate savings when they can post June 1st. You gotta, you know, wait till June 1st to get that money on your cap. And remember, you restructured Tyron Smith last year, so the savings are actually down from what it could have been. But you already saved that money on this most recent year's cap, so in the end, it's all the same. You can save almost 18 million, guys, if you were to move on from the two Smiths in Tyron and Jalen. That can get you some, at least one, damn good football player. In the end, I'm, it, it's all about the, the medical for me. If you think he's healthy, I don't want to move on from him. I really don't. But if you're worried about it, if you're concerned about it, got to at least consider it. So get your votes in here. I'm very curious how you guys vote, by the way. Why for yes, you want to cut Tyron and for no. Now, I do want to mention this very importantly, too. If you cut Tyron Smith, you got a major need at left tackle. Look, we can go back to that depth chart here in a second, Producer Sam, but I don't think you have enough on your roster for a 16-game season at left tackle. I think you got to get extra help in there. Maybe it's even as early as round one or round two of the NFL draft. Now, you can get creative. You could put Connor McGovern at left guard, put Connor Williams at left tackle, have those guys compete for those roles with a, with a Brandon Knight and a Terrence Steele. I don't hate that idea, but also... Williams has one year left on his deal. So best case, he impresses and now you got to pay him a whole bunch of money, which is, I guess, a good problem to have. But maybe you just try and invest in the offensive line like the Cowboys have always loved to do. I do want to make note, by the way, his body's older. Tyron's only 30, which I know is wild to think about, but he was so young when you took him. He's only 30 years old. So I am very curious how the Cowboys go about this but I did want to bring it up at least as a possibility, and we'll talk more about it on future videos. Something we mentioned yesterday, and something we will mention repeatedly, Dak Prescott. I, I did want to bring this up briefly because Jerry Jones spoke on the leverage side of it today. He's not stating anything like, oh my God, wow, he said that. Like, duh, there's leverage. Dak's got leverage in his contract talks. Like, we've seen him play. We saw Dalton play. We saw the offense and the team kind of collapse without him. They kind of rallied late, but too little too late in the end. Look, they missed their franchise quarterback, right? Duh. It's a matter of are the Cowboys going to cave to Dak Prescott demands? Can they find some middle ground? Can they just get it done? They've waited too long as it is. We've used this graphic, these five highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL, many a time before. You guys know how much this has changed since we first did it on the show? I mean, wildly. Mahomes is at 45 million now. Watson's at 39. Wilson's at 35. Look, Dak's gonna make almost 30 million on the tag next year. If if you tag him, just pay him, get it done. Not that difficult. It shouldn't be. They've dragged it out. The guaranteed money, probably over 110 million. Mahomes is kind of in his own stratosphere. With the rolling guarantees, his deal is almost fully guaranteed, but that's just the, the, the immediate guarantees there. Look, in the end, guys, the sooner the DAC deal gets done, the better. Then you know exactly how much you're paying him, what your long-term contract situation looks like. Getting the DAC deal done, in reality for next year, credit the tag, will save you money. You will structure it in that way. That's why the Cowboys, in terms of the off-season game plan, the sooner you pay him, the better. And whatever the Cowboys decide to do, yeah, we're going to break it down for you here. So again, new YouTube URL. If you're watching on YouTube, 
Hit that big red button. Otherwise, it's YouTube.com slash Cowboys TV.